0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. In partnership with Sweating Live, my name is Rams Mabote. South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail... A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performance is drunk? Welcome to the new Soweto Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rems Mabot. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no Holocaust, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. The position of Secretary General of the ANC is a powerful one and has been held by some of the most significant people over the years. Intellectual author and respected gentleman Saul Plaki was the very first party boss in 1912 when the party was formed. Then there was Oliver Reginald Tambo between 1955 and 1958. In exile between 1969 and 1991, Alfred Nzo kept the office of the Secretary General alive under very difficult conditions. And then during our transition, the position went to Cyril Ramaphosa, who held a similar position in the then-powerful and I have to emphasize, then powerful National Union of Mine Workers. One could argue that Ramaphosa's office is the one that prepared the ANC to rise to power in 1994. Ramaphosa was replaced by other former unionists in Khalima Mutlante and Kwede Mantashe, respectively. And then, from 2017, the boys from the Free State announced their presence. First, it was controversial Ace Mahashule, who was later disgracefully suspended from the party. And then last year, the party gave the mantle to another free stater, Figile Mbalula. (laughs) All I can say is that the office of the Secretary General will never be the same again. One thing is for sure, Mbalula will make headlines. Good or bad. Figile will have a say on everything, right and wrong. Figile will put his foot, left and right, in his mouth. He will not only make headlines, he will chase them. That's what he does. Two of the former secretaries general, Tambo and Ramaphosa, became party presidents. Two, Ramaphosa and Motlante, became president of South Africa. I do not know whether Mbalula will also rise to the west wing of the union building someday. But let me assure you of one thing. He has presidential attributes, except in this case, these are Donald Trump attributes. Political analyst Prince Mashele argues Mbalula is not fit to be SG, let alone president. Take Figulim Mbalula, by the way, the secretary general. I mean, I can't appoint Figuile Mbalula to be my personal secretary. He can't write a letter. If you want, I can tell you. What what technical expertise does Fikile Mbalula do? Do you think he can turn around South Africa? Absolutely not. I neither agree nor disagree with Prince. I have no view. Let me speak for myself, though. At the best of times, I do not understand most of what Mbalula says. I hear him, but hardly ever get him. I find his mouth moves faster than his ideas at worst. And at best, he speaks faster than my comprehension. Take his obsession in his capacity as transport minister to hold press conferences in the middle of busy highways. How can you have a task to, among others, fix our roads and solve the traffic? And the first thing you do is to cause a major road inconvenience just because you love drama, especially when the cameras are rolling. I mean, if we use this logic, then the water and sanitation minister must have their press conference at a sewage plant, right? Right. The Minister of Minerals and Energy should do it underground. And certainly, Minister of Correctional Services must do it behind bars. Except the latter will be a fraud and slip because many think that that's where the majority of our leaders belong in the first place. <laughs> Let me not digress. And since Figile became party boss, the man from Buzavelo, the home of pit latrins in the Free State, has been hogging the headlines, mouthing off platitudes as best he knows. Only last week, he went on to address an ANC meeting on load shedding and was explaining how the party leaders debate the issues and are working hard to solve this matter that has left the country in despondency and bankruptcy. And then... A nice debate because they took to the streets. That's
1: uh, load shedding. Uh, they
0: quite ironic. Uh, given. The lights went off, literally. You would have thought the man who so loves publicity and cameras would have made sure that the comrades had arranged alternative power so that in the event things went wrong, as they always do in our country, he would still be seen and misheard. But no, what was important was stage, theatrics and cameras. ESCOM has no sense of humor, I tell you. And this week, the man they call Mbaks, he prefers to call himself Mr. Fixit, ha, 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 addressed the media after the ANC Lohota and went on a rampage against former mayor of the city of Joburg, Mpopalats.
2: With all the sins we have had, we, as the ANC, when we governed, we never had potholes in Joburg. I'm called by a friend of mine. He got into a puncture in Joburg. He says, he then swear at me, you see, fix the potholes, the person who's not fixing the potholes, here Johannesburg. Tell her that they must invest in JRA, they must close potholes in Joburg. Many potholes.
0: I wonder what he tells the citizens of Botsabelo when they call him about the bit of road that's left on the potholes. But the classic for me was when he tend to tell us about the ANC that it not only has a plan to solve our power crisis, but that it has always had a plan, except the problem was state capture. Our problems started when uh, there was state capture.
2: Well written, they are out there. State capture brought us to where we are. So Uh, the ANC then? uh, State capture state capture under our government. That is why we said uh, there was good and the bad. And what was bad was state capture. This is what we are dealing with now. And now you can't say because there was state capture and what state capture brought us is this and then you say no. That is the reality. Uh, Governance was hollowed out there. And then we've got claims that certain people who were there dealt with the problem. It's not correct, as we'll have seen now. The ANC had a plan in terms of its government about energy security and energy supply in the country. It was interrupted by the years of state capture. Now it has brought us to where we are, well written, well documented, now in what we call state capture report we are not there now the key question and this is what the lukuta had to answer if we say this is a crisis what mechanism you undertake to deal with a crisis you can't be ad hoc there are committees they are there netcom is there dealing with the intervention you've got the crisis uh, committee and all of that you need a holistic mechanism to intervene and reverse load shedding among others but at the same time uh you need to deal with this particular challenge decisively by way of ensuring that uh, it is stabilized and uh, everything is moving forward uh, smoothly who does it remind you of come on now seriously think about it i'm going to be signing a national emergency it's a great thing to do because we have an invasion of drugs invasion of gangs invasion of people so we're going to confront the national security crisis on our southern border And we're going to do it one way or the other. We have to do it. Not because it was a campaign promise, which it is. They say walls don't work. Walls work 100%.
0: You see, it does not matter that they make sense or not. One thing is clear about Mbalula and Trump. They will speak, speak, and speak on. But it would appear he makes sense to my colleagues because on a daily basis, they report his utterings. So I thought I should invite my colleague, Norma Zimankosi, political reporter on the Sowetin to help me understand how they navigate around this man. Hello, Norma. Hello, Ras. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Please level with me. How do you guys understand anything that Mbadula says
1: ever? Um, We have to.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Have we to. have to pay. We have to. Like, full stop. We have to. <laughs> because we have to report on what he says. Um he is the newly elected SG of the ANC. So there is interest in what the man has to say, because he is communicating the position of the ANC. So we have to sift through the noise, the metaphors.
0: And I, actually I'm glad because I thought I was the problem here. I, I I work hard to try and sift through whatever he says. So You've answered me even on the next question I was going to ask you. So, do you guys perhaps even enjoy it when he blabbers all these banalities? Because you know, at least he 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 supplies copy and headlines, right?
1: No, no. Um, we do. Um, like I say, it's there's a lot of innuendos uh, in in what he has to say. I mean, um, we were actually joking about it yesterday. Um, a colleague of mine from the Sunday Times that it doesn't seem like. There will be a press conference of the ANC where he doesn't make a Casey and Jojo reference. Yeah.
2: This thing like Casey and Jojo, everybody is speaking and he's got an opinion. Then that person must speak in the opposition.
0: So, yeah. yeah. And then there are spokespeople. I mean, why is he the one addressing? He's, he's doing the Casey and Jojo, isn't he? I mean, he's the one there one are doing. spokespeople <laughs> who should be doing. He's
1: the one who's doing the Casey and Jojo um, Sentiments um, it, it seems since he was elected I think we've heard it about three three times Now when he's addressed
0: us Well clearly then he is Casey, everybody else is a Jojo Yes So do you guys, I mean at least you, do you ever stop And laugh and say Say what? You do, you, you. do,
1: you do. <laughs> Like I said we were laughing just yesterday We were laughing just yesterday When we made that reference but Um, I will say, um, even from the commentary on social media, because when he is talking, we are live tweeting what he's saying. Um, And one of the people who, who commented on the tweets yesterday was that he's actually, I suppose, the lesser of the two evils or not. Maybe it's a wrong thing to say, but they were saying that
0: he's more coherent than the than his um, predecessor. predecessor. Well, no doubt about that. And uh, He probably he can only hold on to that one only because the rest of the predecessors were not this confusing. So I don't think that that's the that's standard, using ACE as the standard. But let me not pull you into my conspiracy theories. Wh- what, about, what about his contradictions? I always find that he, he finds it easy to say contradictory stuff within a 24-hour period. Does he, see, does he notice that he contradicts himself? Do you guys notice that?
1: Um I don't think he does um I think for now um maybe I've not noticed a lot but I will say that even um with the himself and his two DSGs at times they will Contradict each other, I think, but um, I think it's just bumps in the road because they knew, um, it happened it, at Nazareth where they sort of um contradicted each other slightly, but um, like he'll always have the last say, so his one would be the final word. So he does, he
0: has the last word. Well, speaking of his uh, two DSGs, Nom Vula and Marupen Pramokopa, do you think they'll survive this man? You know, the, the I think Jesse survived. Quede and she survived even ace will these two women survive this man
1: i think they will i think they will um Nombula is a she's a strong she 's a strong character um she's been around long enough um she 's very assertive she knows who she is um and I think they 've worked he- with each other long enough um There might be tension maybe here and there but um I think they've elected i think they've elected. Two strong women, capable women. Um, yeah, so I think I think they will survive. I think they will survive. But it might be a fiery uh, road uh, for the next five years. So maybe we'll see some bit of uh, virtual punches every now and then. But I think,
0: yeah, moving forward. I trust Nomvula. This is a woman who promised to pick up the rent if it drops. So she'll take care of Mbalula when the moment comes. Thank you. Nomazi Mongosi. Please follow her work on the Sowetan and Sowetan Live. Thank you for having me. Well, one thing is clear: Fikile insists that the threesome, or maybe I should call it the triumvirate, is gonna crack the whip. You, 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 you then destabilize yourselves. So by intervention, we mean in this
2: 42, me and Nomvula and others here to the house. The center is going to hold. but this report is a lagoon. How did you resolve that thing?
0: But Comrade SG. You must be warned. Your unquotable quotes won't be enough. Many eyes are watching you, like this man on TikTok, whom I confess I don't know, but do
3: like. <laughs> Put the other mind, then I a soon swan. I will for call. have a mona. a And
0: that concludes this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at Rams by the Horns. Until next Monday, from me, Rems Maworte, goodbye and God bless.